Welcome to the Vitality Health Show, where we inform you about the latest advancements in alternative health care and the best health and wellness solutions to benefit your body, mind, and spirit. Now, here's your host, Stephanie Parrish. Good morning, friends, and welcome to the show. We are so happy to have you here. It's a glorious day today, and we've got an amazing show ahead of us. First, I want to welcome you to the Vitality Health Show, and I am your host, Stephanie Parrish, and along with my co-host, Doug Crockett, we are the voice of hope, healing, and miracles, and we are so happy to have you here. Doug, good morning. Good morning, Stephanie. It's a great day. How are you? Oh, just feeling so good. This show's going to be so, I've been just anxious about this show. It's yeah, me too. So great. So first of all, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. First, the Mindful Lab. You'll love Christine. She is so great about helping people get into the mindfulness of their lives and just bring everything together. And you're going to find clarity, connection, and peace. And please check out mindfullab.net. Also, the Sunshine Family Hemp, Nature Side of health find them at sunshinefamilyhemp.com doug and i've been using this hemp and this cbd it is absolutely incredible sleep yes so if you guys go on to sunshine family hemp and put in vitality you will get 10 percent off so put your order in get in there as soon as you can put in vitality so that they know you've come from the show and they can give you your discount and also oils by ellie we love ellie she is so amazing and we love essential oils and she is so fantastic you'll be able to find her at oils by ellie at gmail.com i use essential oils every day every day and sometimes multiple multiple times a day (laughs) so go on and and get hold of her she'll help get you set up with what you need oilsbyelly.com and also we want to make you sure that you're checking out our very own doug crockett's network on the youtube or on he's on everything facebook (laughs) instagram everywhere facebook instagram all that good stuff but you want to go to miracles when heaven touches earth his stories i just listened to a couple of them last night doug they were phenomenal again and just bring you to tears and (laughs) laugh and just go there are miracles around us every day and that's why we do what we do that's right so that we can share those miracles and also those of you that are interested in looking to see what i do with my hyperbaric my lights all my natural health and healing please go to vitalityhealthsolutions.com you'll be able to find all the stuff there that i do and and we've just i just feel very um full of gratitude today because we always say if we can touch one person's life with our show, then we have been successful. And That's right. That's now, right. I not only got one, but I got a couple calls yesterday from people that have listened to last shows in the last few weeks and how it has changed their lives. Wonderful. And it has been quite an emotional roller coaster for me the last couple of days, just with so much gratitude with what we get to do. Yes. And with that being said, I got to meet Gabe. Oh gosh, I don't know, know how long it's going. It feels like I've known him my whole life. And he is just an amazing, amazing man that has gone through some really crazy, crazy stuff. And I know I was, as I was doing my Facebook lives this morning, my Instagram lives this morning and all the different lives that I do. And I was just asking people, have you ever felt like you've had a split personality? And I know that we all have gone through that. 
we <laughs> there's <I'm> like <laughs> okay so i'm really grumpy right now and i'm really sorry but i'm gonna try to get back to being the happy person <laughs> and there's just different personality disorders that we all have but Emotions you have dealt yeah. absolutely you have dealt with something that was just when you and i were sitting there talking about this and i was kind of in tears and you were in tears and we we're just trying to figure out where you're at and what you've done with it so why don't we start out you're going to give us a description yeah. of what mpd is multiple personality disorder and i kind of thought i knew a little bit about it until i started talking to you <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> not any idea it's not like it is exactly in the movies but hmm. would you go ahead and tell us gabriel what you've dealt with and then we'll go through a little bit more about what you're doing yeah, of course. Um, first, I want to say thank you so much. Um, literally, when we first met, we were sharing stories and just there was such a heart and a connection um, and an understanding there. And I am so thankful for those conversations. Um, and I'm really excited to be able to share like my story. I had you on my show and we shared yours. And now I'm excited to share my story on your show and touch so many people's lives. That's why I do this. So yes, I want to awesome. say thank you. Um, so I want to dive in first and talk about MPD. Um, it, it's been updated and called DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, but everyone goes by MPD. Um, that's just a more common lingo for it. Um, and I was talking with Doug a little before the show. Uh, yeah. If you're not familiar with it, yeah, it's very similar to Split. Um, the movie. If you're not familiar, yeah, exactly. Split the movie. It's very, very similar. Um, that's the Hollywood version. So like Hollywood always blows things out of proportion. Um, but if you have, if you've seen the movie, you have a rough concept on at least the extreme side of it. But um, like Stephanie said, everyone has this to some point. And I want to, I want to show you what I mean by that. Um, I want you to go right ahead and if you could just go right ahead and do this exercise with me, right? So go ahead and picture yourself as a young boy, young girl growing up, right? Um, imagine that you're go, you're crossing this bridge. You're in the back of the minivan, right? And you're, both your parents, they're driving, you're crossing the bridge. Let's say your dad's driving. Um, he looks over, he's starting talking to your mom. Um, and all of a sudden, he's not paying attention to the road. He starts to drift into the other uh. side, right? This car starts coming at him, but he's not paying attention. And he doesn't even realize he's drifting. And so your mom all of a sudden goes, oh my God, honey, honey, and starts freaking out. Then all of a sudden he goes, whoo, he sees it. He swerves back in his lane. Everything's fine. What actually happened? Reality is nothing happened. But as a mm -hmm. kid, you don't realize that. As a kid, your perspective is you were going across this bridge and all of a sudden the two people that you rely on the most, your caretakers, the ones who you 100% rely on for everything, all of a sudden they got really emotional. They, This heightened emotional level happens and then technically everything's fine, but your body still remembers that. And now mm. picture yourself 20 years later, what happens? You go over a bridge, you get a little uneasy. It just mm. is a little uncomfortable. And let's say now you have the option to go five minutes out of the way to avoid the bridge and you will. We've all had some sort of experience like that. Interesting. Um, you, yeah, you can also use it Another really common one is conflict, right? So many people have such a rough relationship with conflict. And 99% of the time, it's because they haven't worked through their emotions and part of their emotions are stuck in the past, stuck. And whenever conflict comes up, they're reliving past emotions. Now what's happening, having MPD or multiple personality disorder, it's that same idea, just a little more extreme. It's where part of you, part of these emotions get 
get stuck in the past and different situations will bring that out and make you feel and act differently. It's just that, but to a more, more an extreme. Um, so I've learned when I when I kind of explain it like that. Do you guys kind of relate to that? I just want to oh, get, totally. get a feel for that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's that's really interesting. So so the emotion of it actually becomes so ingrained that that's when you start changing how you're going to react, how you act about it, how you act with it. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So with MPD, it becomes um, a little. It becomes a bit more extreme. So you have the uh, your brain actually will kind they. The movie Split did a great example where your brain will like split. So you have one consciousness and another consciousness um, happening, and they can't happen. They can't happen at the same time, just like they explain in the movie Split. Okay. Um, they do a really great job of showing that. Um, a good example of this would be if you imagine uh, a house, one floor um, of a house, yeah, a bunch of different rooms, every room has a light switch. Now that house as a whole is your brain, that house is your consciousness, right? And whoever has, or whoever has a light switch, that's who's conscious. Each room is a different mm. personality, whoever, and one light switch can be on at a time and that's it. So you walk into the bedroom, flip on the light switch, that personality or that is conscious, that room's light is on. You go to the kitchen, you switch off the bedroom light, you switch on the kitchen light. That personality is present. That consciousness is present. You have one at a time. Um, that's the that's a really good way to like visually picture MPD um, and a bit more okay. yeah, a bit more specific. That's the more extreme side. That's a lot of what I've experienced. Um, not everyone experiences where it's a complete shut off. Everyone tends to experience at least the emotion where part of them is cu- is stuck in a time. Gabe, let me ask you a question. Is this where um, kind of an alternate reality comes in because (laughs) some people live in a completely alternate reality than what really is happening. Is, mm-hmm. is, is this kind of something what you're talking about a little bit? Uh, I the love other room that light you, is on. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, I love that you said that. And this is kind of like an off thing, but I, I do want to touch on it because you brought that up. Um, and it's so fascinating. The answer, the short answer is yes. The I'm not going to give a full long answer because that would take the entire show. But a uh, <laughs> I'm, an average answer would be um the, your experience of reality is really determined by the beliefs you have and the emotional state that you're in. And if your emotional state is constantly being triggered because you haven't dealt with past emotions, then absolutely your current reality is repeating from the past and you're living in a different reality than you could experience if you had worked through your emotional um, crap, if you'd worked through the emotional stuff in the past. Um, so as a so shorter explanation, yeah, That's doesn't it make so much sense? So yeah. much sense. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hear all that. When someone else can tell you, well, you're not thinking straight about it. It's actually like this. And that's where I guess people go to counseling now and all those kinds of things to help them focus the direction of their thoughts and and the way they act. Is that tying in? Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And that's super helpful. Um, And I do not want to bash counseling at all. But one thing that I've learned um, just in my own personal experience and a bunch of people that I've worked with is the it's really hard to change someone's opinion about oh, in someone's mindset. Oh, you're not thinking right. Oh, you need just think about it differently. It's really difficult to make that switch. It's much easier for people to uh, work through past emotions and then the change happens automatically and they don't have to do the work of it. Yeah. Um, and I've talked with Stephanie at, at length about this. Um, yeah. 
about like what it looks like to work through the past emotions, how writing is so helpful, verbally expressing it, extremely helpful. Okay, that's a good point. And I agree with what you said. Yeah, just to get someone and point it or push them and say, you got to change this. And you might get some pushback and there's a whole issue there. So Totally, exactly, exactly. We've all tried to change people's opinions on yeah. something and it's nearly impossible. Right. Um, so instead, if you just re, if you can recenter their emotions and interact with their emotions and yeah. get that to change, then the mindset changes and they're literally, like you were saying, the entire reality can shift. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's the shorter explanation. I could go for like a two hours on that, but I don't want to take no, up the I, whole time I appreciate here. you. I appreciate that because sometimes I just look and go, gosh, that's a totally alternate reality from what I remember. Yep. Totally, <laughs> you know? 100%. So, so thank you for, yeah. for, so let's continue and go on yes. with um, your explanation because this is fascinating. Yeah, it is. Thank you. Thank you. So um, that is pretty much the like layman's terms of what MPD is. Um, the only other thing that I would add is that, uh, and a lot of people are familiar with this, with this idea, but it's that it's a trauma response, typically. Mm -hmm. um, trauma, like the example at the beginning, um, if you're a little boy or little girl riding in the van, that can be traumatic. It doesn't necessarily need to be some big explosive thing, right? You didn't have to get kidnapped. You didn't have to be sexually abused. Like it doesn't have to be this big thing. It's whatever your perspective was in the moment. If in the moment you didn't feel safe, you didn't feel connected, and there's that cutoff, then your brain will start to make that separation. And the stronger that cutoff is, the more you don't feel safe, the more often it happens, the more you lose that mm -hmm. connection, the stronger of a cutoff that happens. So when you have more intense cases of MPD, um, like I do, it's usually because of some really intense stuff from going from your childhood. But if you don't have the intense cases, you can still have it just at a much smaller scale. And I think and everyone I, I experiences wanna that. I want to say something here too, because I think that you've gone through a little bit of this, but I know with what I do with, with the hyperbaric oxygen and the light therapy, I get people in all the time that have got unexplained things going on in their bodies. <laughs> and almost always it's because of a trauma. That's oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. It's wild to see how much the like brain, your emotions, your past and your body all interact. It is absolutely mind blowing. Yeah, I see that all the time. That's a good point. I've heard of that, but you explained it very well. That's true. Something physical, emotional, but I like, what I wrote down was if you don't feel safe and that can come in a lot of different ways. And yeah, then suddenly, if you don't feel safe, then your brain is thinking, I've got to find a way to get safe. How can I get to the exactly. safe place? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And with MPD on the more extreme side, what it does is it'll just make that split, like I was mentioning earlier, where okay. part of your brain um, will, for me, a great example, part of when I went through, and I'm, I'll get into my story here in a minute, I'm sure. Yes. Um, yes. But what happened when I went through what I went through, part of my brain would split. So part of it took the emotion. One of the personalities would take the emotion of certain situations. Um, another personality would take all the sights, all the sounds, or, and then another one take the sounds. And so literally the, all of my different senses were kind of bottled up and pushed, ooh, bottled up and pushed to the side. Um, and so in, in the brain does that so that as a whole, you don't have to deal with it. Different parts of you can deal with it and you could deal with different parts individually, but you don't have to deal with the whole situation as a whole. And then even as it goes more and more intense, those different parts start to separate. And that's where the person personality part comes in where you don't even get a chance to deal with the individual parts they become more personalities okay yeah okay wow 
Okay, let's get into your personalities because this this was fascinating to me when you were describing to me your personalities. And I believe you said six of them. Is that how many Um, (laughs) you had identified? Yeah, so I have identified, we got one, two, three, four, um, between six and seven. Um, One of them, I'll be very honest here, um, I I just haven't quite worked out whether this is a a personality or whether it's like a more mild, just emotions caught in a situation. Um, This one isn't as indistinct, Um, but I for sure have a six. I have uh, one protector, um, very strong, very backbone. And actually, before as I explain these, I want your audience to know, I think it's really important to know, um, if you relate to any of this, don't look at yourself and say, oh my God, woe is me. Why do I have this? I'm so far behind. No, this is your superpower. Literally, this is your best, the best thing that could happen to you. And I know that's a, it's an odd thing to say. And I want it to be clear. I would never wish what I went through on anyone, Mm. but I am so glad that I did because it's forced me to become the person that I am today. Um, So for example, Jackson, he is my, um, some of them have names, some of them don't, um, just depending on the relationship that I build with them. Um, But Jackson, he's my protector. He is a strong backbone. When I worked in retail, um, I am very much a protector. A uh, like you have my my employees are my cubs. Like I will do anything for them. And so whenever someone would come in, I worked in a really touristy area, also with a lot of homeless population, um, and so it was a really rough neighborhood. And so when people needed to get kicked out of the store, I was the person to go to. And whenever that happened, I would let Jackson come forward because he is this strong, confident, jacked dude that like takes no BS and has no problem with confront with confrontation. Mm. So he would come forward and he would help me. Um, it doesn't become, I've done a lot of the integration work, so it's not a blackout like it used to be. Um, so now I just have that support and that kind of essentially like, uh, what, like if you're a kid and you're going to go somewhere and then you have like your parents standing behind you, um, giving you that kind of support and people are really reacting to the parent, not necessarily you, but you still feel great. Kind of like that. Um, I have Jack, Jackson, yeah, Jackson's kind of present, bringing forward, um, but it's still me. Um, so Jackson was one of them. <laughs> I have the, uh, this was an interesting one. Like I, I think he's like 17 or 18 year old uh, gay man. And he was interesting. Um, he is very interesting. So whenever I'm in like a social situation and I really want to make like a fun impression, I want to let loose a little bit. Um, I'll let him come forward. We can have like, we can dance, we can have some fun. It's a blast. Um, I have, there's a young girl that's a personality. Um, this one tends to confuse people a little bit. So like, how can it split between a guy and a girl and I will be totally honest I have no idea um, but I, I it's actually it's a yeah I have no idea how it happens but it's very common um, so when does she come forward usually yeah when do, so all except the last two have come for uh, came forward when I was about 15 to uh, right about 16 actually all except the last two came forward right about 15 to 16 um, the last two came forward in a I, I had to be like in a different state to bring them forward. Different triggers had to come up. Um, they were buried really deep. And so different triggers had to come up to uh, for them to come forward and actually um, be seen. Okay. Otherwise they were just hiding in the shadows. So, yeah. Yeah. So then it sounds like, so 
Do you have the control over when they come, or does a trigger uh, need to be involved? Yeah, how much control are great you? Qu- great, such a great question. Um, and that's literally like the pinnacle question, right? Okay. Like right. if you're in it, that's the, what people are so scared of. And that's what they should be. Like if you don't have control, and for me, in my personal story, that's the, mo- the most terrifying part, is if you don't have control, what can happen? Um, in, and that's my, what you had told me it happened too, right? Yeah. You didn't have control oh, exactly. of them. They were just show up. One hundred percent. And I, I'm just going to dive to a quick point in my story because I think this is really relevant and really important here. Um, when I first learned that, okay, cool, I have this MPD. What the hell? Like, I was so. Yeah. It's like, how do you process that? No, this was like no one was talking about this. This was like, God, this had to be like, uh, well. 14 years ago. Um, so no, literally no one was talking about this stuff. Um, and I was still blacking out, right? That split had become so intense that only one consciousness could come on. So if one consciousness is on, the other's off and it's just switched. Um, I didn't have any control of that. And I went, um, it was about one to two years like that. And during that one to two years, if you can imagine, um, I want you to just take a moment just, just so you can kind of take a minute in my shoes. We all have intrusive thoughts. We all have thoughts where it's like, oh, I should go, I'm driving the car. Oh, let's just swerve off the road here. Oh, I'm on this cliff. What would happen if I just jump off? We're not, you're not going to, but everyone has these thoughts and no one really mm. talks about it. Now, imagine mm. for two years, you had to live with that, knowing that there's these intrusive thoughts, knowing that one of your, multiple of your personalities um, or different parts of you were like fully embodied. Um, in these, so they fully embraced the dark side. Um, I had t- multiple of my personalities that were, I don't know how in detailed or intense you want me to get here. Um, we like detail in it. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> then, then I'll go ahead. It's interesting, yeah. <laughs> then I'll go ahead and say it then. Um, okay. When, so my story is I was sexually abused when I was a kid. Um, it was like almost a decade, multiple people, um, extended family members, friends from churches. Um, mm. I had no idea at the time that any of this was happening. Um, I had absolutely no idea. I, the splits had become so strong that the Gabriel that grew up wasn't um, the Gabriel, like whenever a, a, any sort of sexual situation um, or any molestation would happen, personalities would switch and someone else would be present for it. So Gabriel mm. had no, yeah, Gabriel had no mental like idea that it was happening. Um, mm. And then um, okay. when I realized, oh, shoot, I'm blacking out. I thought it was normal to black out for three weeks at a time, a month at a time. Totally normal because that's all I knew. Um, I didn't know any different. Um, we're talking huh. ages like three to ten or like literally almost a decade. Um, and that was when the molestation was happening or different things were exactly. happening to you. You just remo- you were removed from it. And these 100%. other personalities would take over. 100%. And they were the ones dealing with this. Yep. And it became to a point to go back to your um, control question, because that is really like the crux of this. And that's what a lot of people are scared of. And it is what scared me the most. Um, And while that was happening, I had zero control. Um, And that's terrifying because uh, one of my personalities is like a four year old. At this point, he's a five year old boy. Um, You could be driving for now. Like if I didn't have the control, I could be driving down the road, um, just driving. All of a sudden someone walks by 
in let's just say blue overalls right and that those blue overalls is a trigger because something happened and the person who did it was wearing blue overalls right and then all of a sudden this five-year-old boy comes to the full focus and fully takes over that light switch boom changes and he has no idea how to drive yeah, that's dangerous for everyone. Not only right. myself, that's dangerous for everyone on the road. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so I had to live not only with the knowledge from for about um, a year or two, not only with the knowledge that these personalities could come at any point and it could be deathly, but also that some of these personalities fully, um, they their only experience of love was through molestation. Um, that was their only experience. And mm. so when they wanted to connect with people, that was where they wanted to go. And knowing that that was one of these personalities' desires, um, because that's all he knew. He was just like a teen. <sighs> And that's wow. all he knew. And so, and I would be blacking out and I had no control over whether he would come out or not and when and what would happen if he did. And no knowledge of if he came out and what happened. And I lived like that for two years. Um, so can I ask you a question? You probably touched yeah. on this. When you came to the reality that you were back and yeah. that personality was gone, yeah. how did you deal with that? I mean, I'm sitting going, okay, if I blacked out for two weeks or three weeks, and didn't know what had happened yeah. or what I know you had mentioned that there was some repercussions that happened because of the other personalities. Yeah. Right? It's incredibly difficult to try and process. I think. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, so let me put it this way. Um, every night we lose six, eight, nine hours of our life and we have no mm -hmm. idea what happens. We assume we're just laying in bed sleeping. Okay. Every night we lose that every single day. Okay. Um, for me, it wasn't like I grew up um, fully present and then all of a sudden had these blackouts. For me, my entire life was blackouts. To me, that was the norm, just like going to bed every night um, and waking hmm. up, assuming you're still in the same bed. Um, to me, that was 100% the norm. I didn't oh. realize that was any different. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so one way I'm still to, holding uh, my breath. I know. <laughs> oh, breathe, breathe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one way to kind of deal with some of that, um, just to kind of say, um, as a quick example of like how intense it got is, um, for two years, right? I was blacking out. Uh, I'm fully integrated now, which means I don't black out. Um, but for two years I was, and mm. I had no control over when they were coming, who was coming out, what triggers would bring different people. And I knew that like, like I explained some of the different uh, desires, like they only, molestation was the only form of love that they knew and their only experience of it. And so every day I went and I had a toothbrush and I was like, what's something I can do every single day to prove um, um, to keep everyone in safe, everyone inside safe and to make sure that I was okay and not going out there doing anything. So I took a toothbrush and I laid it perfectly parallel with the edge of the sink every day. And I told everyone inside, hey, if anything happens that you find out that you can't live with, I won't let you. You don't have to. You don't have to tell me what it was. You don't have to tell me what happened, who did it, anything. You just say, hey, um, you, all you have to do is take this toothbrush and knock it over the edge. Just knock it off the, off the sink and I will kill myself that day. I won't ask any questions. You don't have to tell me what. If you find something that you can't live with, I won't, I won't force you to. And I went on for two years like that. I want to cry that right now. I feel the tears coming on because I can just, 
I can Whoa. just visualize that. Wow. And I know when you and I were talking about this before, and here I'm going to cry, <laughs> that you had to deal with that. And other people yeah. are out there dealing with that. And it's just yeah. give me a sign and I'll kill myself. So none of us have to yeah. do this, right? None exactly. of these personalities have to deal with this anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, so when you said, then I'll kill myself. That was yep. the the you you talking or a different personality saying that. That's a great question. That was the me. Um, okay. I realized I had the different personalities. I realized some of the um, things that could happen if those personalities came out. I realized I had no control. I realized the things that they wanted to do because that their only experience of love was molestation, um, and I had no idea if or when they would come out or if they did come out what they would do. Um, so I hid in my room for as long as I could for two years, being homeschooled. I isolated myself and then every day I looked every morning and every night I looked at that toothbrush to see is today the day that I kill myself wow wow okay here we go we're going to take a break right now as I'm wow. going to get myself together yeah pull, pull the tears back in and, and <laughs> just oh I'm so grateful you're sharing this with us so we'll be back in just a few minutes you want to make sure you come back and Gabriel will give you his contact information if anybody would like to reach out and, and get his help so we'll be back in just a few minutes stay tuned become our friend on Facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice America Learn more about the products and equipment discussed by Stephanie and her guests on the show by visiting MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. We've done the research for you and selected proven, high-quality brands at competitive prices from companies you can trust. Drugs and surgery are not your only options. Discover the exciting alternative therapies and health and wellness products that are helping people to reclaim their health and enjoy a higher quality of life. That's MyVitalityHealthSolutions.com. Hi, this is Ellie Meadows with Young Living Essential Oils. I invite you to skip the stress of the holidays this year and let Young Living take care of all of your gift-giving needs, from soothing bath bombs to delicious seasonal oil blends. Looking to make some extra money for the holidays? I'm currently accepting new team members who will have the exclusive opportunity to grow their business under the leadership of Jack Canfield, one of the top success coaches in America. For more information, find me on Facebook or Instagram under Oils with Ellie, that's E-L-L-I-E, or email me, Oils with at gmail.com. Isn't it interesting how we can be physically disconnected from others and yet be personally affected by the change and confusion of the world around us? We want moments of clarity and peace, and we need to feel connected to others in positive ways. A mindfulness practice can help decrease stress, increase feelings of well-being, and help us be more connected to those around us. To find out how mindfulness can do all this, go to mindfullab.net. You'll find tools and resources to start your mindfulness journey today at mindfullab.net. If you're looking for the highest quality CBD products on the market, visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com. Sunshine Family Hemp is a family-owned business located in the mountains of northern Utah. Our full-spectrum oral and topical products contain no artificial ingredients and are third-party tested by a DEA-certified lab. Online ordering is easy, and we ship nationwide. Sunshine Family Hemp has been in business since 2019 and is legally certified at both the state and federal level. Visit sunshinefamilyhemp.com today. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to the Vitality Health Show with Stephanie Parrish. If you have a question for Stephanie or her guest, please email contact at myvitalityhealthsolutions.com. Now, back to the Vitality Health Show. And I think I've got my, my crying under control for a moment. I'm not saying it's not going to come back, but I think I've got myself back together. Just trying to understand and comprehend what my dear friend Gabe has gone through in his life with all these different multiple personalities and how he just would disappear, just disappear, blackout, as he calls it, for sometimes weeks at a time while these other personalities were taking over. And then when he would come back, he would have to deal with the consequences of what was being done. And so he chose to just stay in his room most of the time. And I would I want you to go back and tell us the rest, just kind of recap the personalities you've already told us about. And then tell us about the other ones that you've dealt with. And I want you to recap the toothbrush, because I think that for some reason that just hit me so strong going, I need to get a grasp on this. So I'm going to put my toothbrush in one place. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to turn it back totally. over to you. Totally. Yeah. Um, thank you. The, uh, so to recap on some of the personalities, we had Jackson, the, the protector. He's the strong one. He's the backbone, right? Um, and everyone needs that. We had, um, there was like this uh, 17, 18, at this point, 17 or 18 year old gay guy. Absolutely love him. Very flamboyant. And oh my God, he's fun. <laughs> um, you go out to a party and like he's coming out. It's a blast. He comes out. I ha- oh yeah, totally. Um, I worked at Starbucks for like a decade. Um, he w- He had a blast there. Um, as you could imagine yeah i have there's like this young girl um personality um i have like a four or five year old um little blonde haired blue-eyed kid um there's an emo uh, he was very emo um now he's more sophisticated um and more like into podcasts and stuff which is cool but like how i kind of realized one of the big uh, steps to realizing that i had this mpd um is when I was about 14 or about 14, 15, um, and I have a family of six and in the family of six, four of us had it, myself included. So at the time we knew three of us had it. Um, it was both my parents and then one of my siblings and hmm. yeah, um, you can imagine and was the there stability. abuse with all of them. Wow. Yeah. There, yeah. there was always obviously an underlying abuse that happened with yeah. all of them, right? 100%. Okay. Um, hmm. There's yeah, there, it could be all six of us, but um, at least to the extreme that is relatable, like my story, at least four of us have very, very similar stories. Um, um. And okay. yeah, so how we realized this is my parents and then one of my siblings, they were diagnosed and they were talking about it. This is what it's like. And I remember thinking, it's like a 14 or 15 year old kid. Gosh, I, I thought that was normal. Mm. I, that You mean people don't? blackout and i use the term blackout because people who've gotten blackout drunk have some sort of framework for it um if you get blackout drunk you don't remember but part of you is still acting part of you is still doing something and the next day you have to deal with the ramifications it's the same thing except longer periods of time wow um and i i remember i'm laying in my bed talking with my sister um 
and one of the personalities at emo one came forward and my sister we were talking and he didn't fully come forward as in like fully take over he just came forward a little bit just in the face um and so i could still talk and was still present but i actually couldn't see anything my eyes went black like i couldn't see anything so i knew he was there um and my sister all of a sudden went silent and then she said hey gabe are you there and i said yeah yeah why what's going on she said your eyes are green and immediately i knew Uh, and if you can if you're just listening to me and you don't know this i have very dark brown eyes um i have very very dark brown eyes and so to say my eyes were this vibrant green I instantly knew um, one of my personalities, the emo one, he had these very beautiful green eyes. I'm super jealous. I love them. They're super great. Uh, (laughs) And that from that point on, we kind of went through the process and realized I had it. Um, But it was during this time, you could imagine both your parents have get diagnosed with this MPD. Both my parents had little kids personalities. Um, And you can imagine the stability in a family that's just uprooted, that's gone. Um, one of yeah. my siblings. Because your children, well. they're children. Yeah. They're children trying to raise you, and you have no clue. No, exactly. But Ex- going, and, where did exactly. my mom go? Right. You know? And she has <laughs> my no dad. idea. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, and so not only was that like control and stability gone, um, the uh, the sibling that had this uh, MPD actually ended up leaving the family. She, This sibling was the only person I was really close to in my family, um, the sibling and my dad. Um, but the sibling ended up leaving um, for maybe seven or eight years. Uh, oh, that had to be so trauma right there. Wow. It literally, that was, I, I had no friends. We were a stereotypical Christian Amish homeschool family, like super isolated. Love my parents. They did the best they could. Um, I do not knock them at all. Um, but yeah, it was really difficult to go through all of this. All of a sudden realize I've gone through all this trauma. I have these different personalities. Um, you're a 15 year old dude. And the one person that you could talk to is, leaves and um talk about isolation yeah 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 just one on top of the other on top of the other and at that point that's when i kind of realized so during this time um i'm going to kind of recap um one of the stories during this time when i realized shoot i have all these personalities um and i can't control what's happening right i can't control when one's coming and when one's gone um i can't control uh when they're out i can't control what they're doing and when i come back to i have no idea what happened um i had to live for two years with the idea and to this day i i still do um with the idea someone could walk up to me at the time i was a virgin i thought so but i had to live with the idea that someone could walk up to me and say hey i uh i didn't tell you this um because i was scared for the last year but here's our son and i had to be okay with that um i had to live with the idea that police could show up at my door and they say hey you're being accused of molestation you're being accused of abuse you're being accused of xyz and i had no idea because i i didn't do it but one of my personalities may have i had to live with that for years technically i still do because i have years gone but um at this point it's as time goes on it's less and less likely that anything like that happened um but as you can imagine the lack of control the lack of stability um is unbearable um and i so i i decided i told for everyone else inside all the different personalities sanity um i I tried to think what is something i could do every single day just to check in and make sure everyone's okay so i 
I was like, well, I brush my teeth every morning and every night. So I went and I took my toothbrush and I laid it perfectly uh, parallel with the edge of the sink. And I told everyone inside, um, if, and if you find out that any personality did something that you can't live with, all you have to do is knock the toothbrush over. You don't have to tell me what happened. You don't have to acknowledge it. You don't have to explain yourself. All you have to do is just knock that toothbrush over it and I will kill myself that day. I will not. If you find out that someone did something that you can't live with, I won't make you. I can't even imagine living with that constant, constant. And and the fear of going in and seeing what the toothbrush is doing. Do you know what's a miracle about this? Literally, I shared that bathroom with two of my siblings, both my brothers. It is a miracle that none of them knocked it over. I actually just told this story to my brother um, back last year and my older brother. And he was like, yeah, he's like, now that you mention it, I do remember you sending your toothbrush like that every night. He's like, I always wondered why, but I just, I just never knocked it over. But like two teenage boys or three teenage boys sharing one room, it's a, or one bathroom. It's a miracle. None of them just it knocked is, it over. It mistake. is a miracle because you would have taken yeah. it a different way. Wow. Oh, I would have killed myself that day. Yeah. Instantly. So was and it? In fact, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Um, in fact, I actually got to a point where I decided toothbrush or not, I'm going to kill myself. Um, it wasn't something I could live with. And this is where um, when my sis, uh, my sibling had left and I was like, OK, um, you're I all alone. To, yeah, I'm now all alone. Um, I, I tried to hang out. I tried to be strong. Um, I tried to push through and to last and I couldn't. Um, so I planned a day and a time and I said on this day at this time I am going to kill myself I'm going to take my life and that day came um, it was a November and I went into my room and I locked the door um, I turned on the radio because I my family was upstairs and I didn't want them to hear uh, and this song that came on um i don't know if you guys are familiar with the artist switchfoot but there's this one song and they were my fa- one of my favorite bands at the time and this song came on and these are the lyrics in the chorus you were meant to live for so much more have you lost yourself you were meant to live that hit so hard Uh, I completely lost it just full-on ugly crying could not stop myself Um, and the very next song that came on it was the first time up until that point that I actually felt seen in my life Mm. Um, and I could not stop Um, and the very next song was this uh, worship song Um, Chris Tomlin like I said grew up Christian this Chris Tomlin worship song. Um, it was, uh, you were made to worship. And what I instantly knew inside my gut, it's one thing to know something intellectually. It's entire another level to know something inside right. of you, with your emotion. It changes your reality. Like we were talking at the top of the hour, like we were talking about, um, I knew inside that I was made to play music, but not just to play music. I was made to help people, to show people that they're not alone. When people feel like they're not good enough, like they're not loved, Mm -hmm. like they aren't heard, like they aren't seen, I am there. 
I can help show them. And I can do that through music, just like Switchfoot Meant to Live did for me. Mm. Um, and within three months, I had joined a band. Um, and this is going to kind of take it to, to show how amazing this is. Within three months, I had joined a band. Um, and our, it was a Christian metal band. And our mission was to do exactly that. We had all struggled with um, depression. Um, most of us had struggled with suicide. And our entire mission, literally the driving force of the band, was to show people that they are not alone. And about a year into playing, we, we go to this high school and we're playing... Um, and we show up and we're so excited and then we get there and there's like three or four other bands playing and out in the crowd there's maybe five people and we're like so other than the bands there's like maybe five people and you know you just travel like over an hour to get here you're super stoked and you see five people and you're like oh. part of you is really? like dang really disappointing <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. um and so cody i i love cody he was our uh, the vocalist lead vocalist he brought all of us together we get in this huddle and he's like guys he's like i know we're all feeling disappointed right now i know we all wanted this to be a large crowd but do you remember why we're here do you remember why we're playing music? Mm. And we're like, yeah, to show people that we're not, that they're not alone, to make them feel seen, heard. And we, he was like, yes. So it doesn't matter how many people are out there. We will make every single one of them know that they are not alone. We will make them feel seen tonight. And we absolutely did. We got on stage and we played our heart out. We shared our stories. We showed them that we see them and that we've been there too. And if they need anything, they can come to us and we can help. Um, we will do whatever we can, but we care that they are there. And after the show, we, uh, Cody and I are talking with uh, one of the five that was there. Um, and then this girl walks up and she says, hey. Um, and we're like, hey, well, how's it going? And she's like, good, good. And she's like, I, uh, I, I just wanted to let you guys know, um, we, tonight was going to be my last night. I was going to kill myself tonight. Um, and a friend just happened to invite me out here today. Um, and I decided to come because, you know, why not spend one last night with her? I, this is a good friend. Let's spend one last night. And I came out here and you guys showed me that I'm not alone. Mm. And for the first time in my life, I believe that. And so I want you guys to know that I'm not going to kill myself. <laughs> If I didn't wow. go through the waterworks again, thank you. Literally. Man. If wow. I didn't go through what I did, I would not have been able to be there. And that person would not be standing here today. There's no coincidences, is there? None there whatsoever. There's no coincidences. That's amazing. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I just Powerful. Need to for a minute here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Before I forget, I want you to give your contact information because I know there's people out there listening, and and yes. there's yeah. always somebody. And that's what this show is all about: is hope, hope, yeah. healing, and miracles, and yeah. whatever that that emotion, that physical, whatever it is that you're going through, there's always somebody there that can help. And the miracle of you being on here and you being alive and you, number one, yeah. and you being aware. And I know that besides just that girl, there are many, many, many hundreds, if not thousands of people you have touched because yeah. of what you do. I know you've touched my life and I so much appreciate that. And today's been just really emotional for me. Yeah. And I so appreciate that. So let's give your contact information before I forget. <laughs> 
what? Sure, sure. <laughs> I appreciate it. I have it. one question, but then afterwards, so go yeah. ahead. Yes. Okay, okay cool. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate that. And Stephanie, I want you to know that like you've touched my life as well. Um, hearing your story has shown so much courage and strength and such a such a beautiful perspective that that I thought I knew and you've taken it to a whole nother level and I, I appreciate that and literally I know you've touched thousands of lives so I just wanted to thank acknowledge you. that and say thank you and Definitely I'm sure you great. dug as well I just met you today but I'm sure you as yeah, well yeah we just met oh, that's okay yes. no I agree that's <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, that'll people, be round and, two yeah. <laughs> right literally uh, yeah. people want to find me um, Instagram is where I'm most active it's healing beyond forgiveness um, that's the handle um, you can also uh, reach out to me on um, as for email if you don't have Instagram um, and that would be Gabriel Klingman at gmail.com so G-A-B-R-I-E-L K-L-I-N-G M-A-N at gmail.com either of those um, Instagram is where I'm more active but either of those would work absolutely okay. and I love the healing beyond forgiveness I know when when I was doing your mm. show it was just you just do such a great job you're such a great interviewer because you've been there because you know you there's there's very few things that you have haven't been right. through experience that you can relate yeah. to you know and i think that that anybody that's out there listening that is even thinking about this or struggling with anything or trying to understand this reach out to gabriel he is so yeah. available and would love to talk to you and help and give you suggestions and or just be a listening ear I know Absolutely. we could have talked all night that night. We were there talking, you know, we, I think we did talk for the majority oh, of it. Yeah. We did. We did. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was an amazing life changing experience for me. Yeah. And I just couldn't wait yeah. to get you on this show. I'm like, oh. I gotta have you on here to share this with other people. No. So That's we've great. only got a couple of minutes yeah. left. Um, I would love to have you just kind of give a, give some more miracles that have happened because I mean, that was just that you saved somebody's life. I mean, because, because God put, you in a place and gave you the experiences that you had to save another person's life and i know Absolutely. doug i know you had a question sorry and i had totally that's okay because my my mind is going that's like all right it, it, it could tie into it what you just said it could tie into it maybe tie into your answer so when you're going through that experience with the with the toothbrush on the edge of the sink when you would go the next morning to go see yeah. if it was there or not was that scary i would think that'd be kind of scary because the results would be really really like, big literally life or death um, yeah 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 quite literally um yeah i will be very honest with you okay. it wasn't um and the reason it wasn't is because i didn't have control of my emotions i had a really bad relationship with them so i grew up i'm incredibly empathetic now i was not okay. growing up um mm. because my emotions were so cut off um and so I was completely analytic. I was Sherlock Holmes as like a 12 year old kid. Um, and so, okay. yeah, he, to this day, he's, I still really admire the dude, but um, yeah, I was 100% okay. Sherlock Holmes. So it was all analytical for me. It was just show up. Is it here? Cool. If it's not okay, that decision's made. Um, wow. Very unemotional. Interesting. Unemotional. Wow. Well, when you, like you said, when you're not attached to the emotions, it's just an act. Exactly. Right? It's just something exactly. you do. Just a thing. There's, there's not a thought remember, process behind it. No. I literally remember being like a, about 13 years old and I was in the shower and all of a sudden, um, and, and I always knew I wanted to be married and all of a sudden it occurred to me, 
um, that I didn't really experience emotions. And that's where people were different. I didn't understand people. People experienced emotions. I didn't. I didn't know when to laugh, when to cry. I didn't understand happiness or sadness. None of this really connected. It was numb, 100%. And I remember tears started falling down my eyes. I wasn't feeling anything, but tears started coming down. And I literally prayed as a 13-year-old boy in the shower, God, please give me emotions because no one wants to marry a robot. Um, mm. Yeah. Wow. Um, at so 13. that's why I can say that. Well said. Wow. And at 13, yeah. you recognized it. That's that's what's so so amazing to me. There's there's so again that's a miracle. That was one of your miracles that yeah. you that you were Incredible. able to recognize and ask no to ask God to help you get those yeah. emotions. You know, sometimes yeah. we just don't know. We've got to ask. We've got yeah. to get help. We just don't know. Totally. Totally. That's, that's interesting. Um, oh yeah. So gosh. To 13. tie in with. Go ahead. To tie in with uh, some of the miracles, because um, I know like that's a huge part of the story um, and a huge part of this show. I want to do it in an unconventional way. I want to show people that your if you experience this or if you have a family member or a friend that you're like, oh, yeah, I think this kind of relates maybe to this extreme, maybe not know that it's actually your greatest superpower um so and i want to explain that uh i I think i was talking with um doug here on the break and uh when i so one of my personalities jackson he's my protector he's very strong doug had asked if there was different uh, physical characteristics right or can one have like diabetes and another not um the short answer is absolutely um there's tons of studies to show some people can be allergic to like bees others completely not some people can have uh, diabetes others not like there's tons of studies on MPD that are will blow your mind um, but from a really practical standpoint it can be incredibly useful um, I worked at Starbucks and I had these uh, I'm a very much like a mama bear when it comes to my employees I'm very protective um, and I worked in some really rough uh, really rough areas and people would come in I had people come up and kick and punch my car often that was a regular occurrence um, mm. at, from where I worked like it, this people would come in screaming and shouting this was a normal thing um, and I was the guy that my team would rely on to go take care that kick these people out um, de-escalate a situa- situation and kick them out and so so whenever that would happen, I would have um, I would have Jackson come forward and he wouldn't fully come like I don't black out, uh, but I would have him come and kind of support. And so I would all of a sudden my shoulders would go back. My head goes up. Um, my eyes get really intense. Um, I literally have like these broader shoulders and broader chest. Um, when Jackson comes out, like you can physically see a change um, in that and for yeah and so i would have him come out and he has this strong backbone he takes no uh how can i say that without swearing um (laughs) yeah exactly yeah we'll go with that so yeah um and so he would come out that's one example Um, another example is when i work out jackson comes out and helps me get that extra push if i need um when i'm in social situations i can have one of the more flamboyant personalities uh just come and help interact help me interact and create really great impressions um and it it can be one of the best things um, if you're willing to put in the work um, and willing to acknowledge that and then build your relationship with these different parts of you um, and really develop these different parts of you they can be your absolute best superpower okay now we're we're wrapping up here but do do any of the personalities fight with each other 
<laughs> I know we don't have much time now. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a question. That's a whole um, other yes. show, right? <laughs> that, it really is. So yeah. um, short answer, they did a lot. Long answer, I've put in a decade of literally working through being, being the mediator of conflict for these like six to eight personalities. I put in a decade of literally mediating all of them um, and working through. So like conflict resolution, that's right up my alley for that reason. Um, so originally, okay, so I'm yes, sorry, I got to catch you off, now. but I need you to yeah. tell your contact information again real quick. And then we got to close 100%. the show. Oh, dang. 100%. Uh, yeah. Follow me. Uh, find me on Instagram. Shoot me a message. It's healing beyond forgiveness um, on Instagram. And then my email is gabrielklingman at gmail.com. That's Klingman with a K. Klingman. I love it. Okay. Thank right. you. Oh my gosh. My emotions are all over the place today. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gabriel. You know, I love you. You're just right here in my heart. Doug, thank you. I love you too. You know that. And Absolutely. I hope everybody's enjoyed this. Please share this with all your friends. There's somebody out there that needs to hear what Gabe had to say today. Love you all so much. Please be safe, be happy and healthy. We love you all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Vitality Health Show. Be sure to tune in next Thursday for another informative show with Stephanie Parrish and leading health and wellness experts. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a wonderful, healthy week. Statements made and information provided on this program are for educational purposes only. They have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration and products discussed on this program are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Vitality Health Show is not responsible for any misunderstandings or misapplication of information presented in this show. 